welcome to What's Up With That Bro. It's the podcast where we have to go back. Words. Words. Yeah. Oh, shit. Were we all supposed to say We're that going together? Yeah. <laughs> we did it. We did. It. We screwed it up. Next I... week, we'll have it. We'll, totally down. We'll get it down. This yeah. is a work in progress. But we're going backwards through the TV show Lost. Uh, it's from the last episode uh, all the way to the first episode with Chad Wago. He's never seen Lost before. I have not, David K. Jones, and thank you for that lovely introduction. And I am also another one of your bros on the show. Speaking out of turn, AJ Nieves, <laughs> welcome to the show. No, that was exactly the time that you were supposed yeah, we to were jump in and talk. That, that is true. We always make you introduce yourself <laughs> because we're dicks. <laughs> no, it's it's totally fine. <laughs> like you know, it's funny. I say it's totally fine, and then like, and then I slowly like slink out and turn on a Lionel Richie song. <laughs> Hello. Anyway, this week we are considering <laughs> Lost, Season 4, Episode 4, Eggtown. Kate needs to get information out of the hostage, um, and it may jeopardize her standing with Locke and Sawyer. That is the entire summation. Oh, yeah. They didn't have a lot to say about this episode. No, a lot more Neither do that. we. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Uh, stay tuned for 20 minutes of talk about video games. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's, let's, let's kick this off. Eggtown... Chad, you thought this episode was going to be about Sawyer criticizing smart people and the Dharma Initiative. Yeah, yeah. It has nothing to do with that. And to tell you the truth, I still don't even know why it's called Egg Town. I don't get the ref. Does anybody get the ref? Do you get the ref? No. Well, I mean, at the very beginning of the episode, Locke cooks two eggs for Ben brings them down to him. He's like, oh, these are the last two eggs. So I guess it's an ironic thing because there's no eggs left in the town. So it's eggless town. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's like but, uh, uh, when Mighty Casey struck out and there was no joy in Mudville. Yeah, <laughs> there's no eggs in Egg Town because Mighty Casey has struck out. That's that's incredible. I I, I, I want to believe that it's like Lindelof and Q's going like let's 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 make this a little smarter <laughs> this week. We're gonna we're gonna sell this above the plate and maybe over some people's heads, but we'll know what we were doing. <laughs> Or or was Egg Town Kate because they kept on talking about her pregnancy? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. She was the Egg Town supposedly. That was such a weird misdirect this episode. I mean, up until this point, were you guys tracking anything about like this is our first window into Kate yeah. being pregnant, right? Well, I guess because I mean, at the end of the episode, she says, "I'm not pregnant." So then. From this point on, we just know that she's not pregnant, so we mm-hmm. don't have to think about it ever again. Yeah, that's but, that's true. It does yeah. work in that way. Yeah, it's... we didn't even know that there was any pregnancy scares on the island. Yeah. Like, to the best of my knowledge, the only person who was ever pregnant on the island uh, was Claire. Oh. And yeah. all those people that uh, um, Juliet failed to save their babies. Yeah. Right. Or and, them. Yeah, and then we also get, like, you know, oh, uh, no, no. son. Uh, yeah, but... son. She doesn't come to term on the island. Like not that. only does she not come to term on the island, she's like not even showing on the island. Oh, uh, yeah. She must be like, they. I guess the way the time works on this show, she was like <laughs> pregnant for like three seasons right? or something like that. Two seasons. And it's just she wasn't showing. And then you just have a baby. Well, it was. Yeah. They were only there for like 100 days. Right. 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 Yeah, so that's like three months when a girl's like, oh, I'm three months pregnant. You can't say, oh, I can totally tell because that's usually them just having eaten a big meal the day before. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, don't don't most women not like start showing until like four months or I five know, or something? Yeah, I think I think we're doctor. the exact group of <laughs> folks to be to answer all these questions about yeah. women and their pregnancies. Yeah, so us three dudes, um, send us uh, tweet us pictures of pregnant women at various stages of pregnancy, <laughs> um, and we'll make a chart. 
let's keep it let's keep it uh, uh PG? pg rated yeah. or whatever or you know whatever send us pregnancy porn who cares <laughs> did they used to be able to have titties in pg-13 movies no, i feel yeah, like I they so. used to be able I to think... and then they stopped i feel like the only pg-13 movie that i can recall because i'm a creep that had titties <laughs> in it was the fifth element and it was like tastefully done for like two <laughs> seconds you guys remember that I don't remember, I remember it being that. tastefully done. Well, yeah, is it not tasteful? It They're just like throwing bandages on Lilu Dallas or whatever. Not yeah. Lilu Dallas, but um, uh, whatever it's her name Lilu. is. Lilu. Oh. Yeah, just Lilu. Yeah, she's yeah. not Lilu Dallas until she gets the multipass. God damn it. I'm, I'm just, I'm fucking that all up. It's all jumbled in my mind. Like she's You're always just thinking been... about them titties. <laughs> <laughs> I am thinking about just those titties. Mm-hmm. She was perfect, as they say in the, in the movie. I don't know. I, I didn't think it was like, I, I don't think it was distasteful or obscene, right. but when uh, someone says, like, oh, them titties were tastefully done, <laughs> like, I always assume that it's, like, an art thing. Right. Uh, it's just a it's just a dude wearing a checkered coat and mm-hmm. smoking a big cigar. Like, those titties are tastefully done. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah, I don't know. This, this episode is kind of fun. I... Not I, as fun I, as Tasteful Titties. It's yeah. not as fun as Tasteful Titties, which is going to be the name of my new titty bar. I want you guys to all be there. <laughs> Just come on the grand opening. We're going to have lots of wings. Mm-hmm. It's going to be delicious. Is it going to be in the South? It is going to be in the South. All right. <laughs> Excellent. So we can get her tastefully done. Yes. Please. Please. <laughs> I want that on every poster. No backsies. <laughs> no. Wait. So... I don't know. This some of the episodes I find myself getting super frustrated with. This episode, mm. there wasn't a whole lot going on, but I was kind of okay with it. Minus the courtroom drama stuff, it didn't work I, for me. I was uh, I was interested in everything that was going on, and then I f- realized that they had led me into a trap <laughs> because this was a romance episode. <laughs> and then I was just like, God damn. It. <laughs> Yeah, this whole episode, like at the end, it makes you feel that that baby is is Sawyer's until we get that big audience reveal at the end of this episode. Yeah, you know, we find out that she has Aaron. Well, that that's how we're supposed to think that Mm. it was, except that the scene right before she starts laying all the big clues that it's Sawyer's baby uh, as the misdirect. uh, The scene right before that is. when she tells Sawyer, uh, no, I'm not pregnant, and Sawyer establishes oh. that they did not have sex the night before. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay. And we know they don't have sex again after that. Yeah, they don't have sex again after that. Well, uh, to the best of our knowledge, till the end of the episode. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Huh. Yeah, that's very interesting. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, maybe she's she's lying to him at that point for some reason. Oh, I, and I guess she be. actually is pregnant? Yeah. Mm, yeah, and she's like hiding it or whatever. Yeah, I Yeah, that makes me... Uh, like that whole thing, it just gave me like future anxiety <laughs> for having to watch like I what I'm assuming is going to be a season long fucking arc <laughs> of whose baby is it? Ooh. Is it Jack's or is it Sawyer's? Oh, <laughs> he, trick yeah. question! It's Claire's baby. Claire's baby is what hey, we're looking for. Trick question, guys. Also, fuck you, audience. <laughs> we don't. Yeah, we're trying to we're trying to do a thing here. Mm-hmm. Don't get in the way of us doing our thing. <laughs> and then they, you know, they do a hair flip because mm-hmm. they're they're wearing really big afros. I think we all know that Carlton Cuse and Damon Lindelof sport giant afros. Yeah, they're, not... they're flipping them all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Flippy afros. <laughs> uh, I think that's their name on Twitter, right? Flippy afs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Flippy afs one and two. I always thought it was flippy as fuck, son. Oh, that's what they stand for. 
That's the best. Oh, my um, God. But, yeah, no, like, uh, the idea of having to sit through, like, just that back and forth of, like, oh, who is she pregnant with? Is, is, is she pregnant with Jack's baby? Is she pregnant with Sawyer's baby? And it's just going to be like, oh, God, I, I don't want to fucking deal with that. Now, let me explain to you the one circumstance under which I would be okay with dealing with that. Mm. Is if it happened because early on in the show they had a fucking threesome. Oh. If they had a devil's threesome, like, <laughs> uh, you know, the first couple of days after the flight crash. Wait, 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 wait. Did you just say devil's threesome? <laughs> you got to explain that term. You can't just. Everybody knows what that term is. Wait, what? <laughs> Tell me what a devil's threesome is. Two dudes and a chick? Two dudes and a chick? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so what is the uh, other one called? The good kind. <laughs> <laughs> but, the uh, kind you want? Yeah. Yeah. So devil's triangle is another term for For that? For that. The really? devil's tricycle. That's... Devil's tricycle, devil's triangle, all those things. The devil's um, spit roast? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it's, uh, you know, it's homophobic. Like, they're associating uh, uh, being near another naked dude with uh, Satan. Oh, yeah. I see. But so, I, mean, I have seen in porn where, like, when the, when the DP's happening, like, yeah. dude's ball, balls are rubbing against each other. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. you'll pop out of the hole and try to stick your dick back in and just yeah. stab the other guy with your dick in his balls. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that in porn a lot. And like nobody stops what's going on, they just keep going. You just, you just dropped an atom bomb into like the conversation. <laughs> Stab the other dude in the balls with his dick. Now you're gonna be watching out for it. It's like we can never not watch porn and be like, he's gonna stab that dude in a dick. Yeah. In Are the you, dick. You're just gonna be waiting for yeah. it. Yeah. Like, damn you, David K. Jones. We were so cool with our porn watching until like we had we had dick stab. Uh, <laughs> like, what's the word? Worries. I I'm actually uh, excited to go and watch some porn and look for that <laughs> because the only other thing that I had to look for with uh, uh, porn was. Whenever I see two women scissoring each other in right. porn, yeah. like I, because for the most part they're not like actual lesbians, right. they're just uh, gay for pay, yeah. right? Sure, actors. So um, I always wonder, like, is there like a, a, a blooper reel where one of the girls kicks the other one in the face by mistake? <laughs> I'm, I'm there. so feet sure right that's there by each other's faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, that's gotta exist. I'm like, sure. I mean, their feet are like fucking flailing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I'm. I, yeah, I know that exists. You guys ever seen any of those porn bloopers? Like, those are so much fun. <laughs> like, it's just, it's like, it's just like people, you know, banging their heads into cameras and yeah. all kinds of other weird all gross stuff. Someone, like, dropping a boom mic and, like, smacking <laughs> someone. Yeah, and then, some, like, some of it under porn bloopers, if you, like, Google porn bloopers, like, some of it is very disgusting, but it is also <laughs> very funny. So you get, like... You get, like, an equal measure of it, it, gross and okay. Is there a way to Google porn bloopers but take out all anal porn bloopers? <laughs> oh. What would that blooper be? Is it the same for every... Oh, okay. I'm very <laughs> slow and late to this party. Chad doesn't like watching anal. <laughs> there was actually a joke that I tried to write about that once. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you can tell exactly how addicted to porn you are as a dude. Mm-hmm. By how soon it is after your first prostate exam that you're able to watch anal porn again. <laughs> it's like as soon as the appointment's done. Like, well, I got to go home. 
Yeah, if if you can do that, then you are like super addicted to porn. Because like most dudes, like their prostate exam is like the first time anything's been in their ass. So yeah. And it's just like, oh, that was really uncomfortable. So you empathize oh. when you're watching porn. Oh. Or did this not happen to you guys when you had your first prostate exam? I'm not 40-something. Yeah. Like, I thought that's like a 40-something yeah. thing, right? Yeah. I had my first prostate exam like five years ago. Really? Oh, actually longer than that, maybe. In your 20s? In your 20s? Yeah, in, when I was like 29. Was there like, oh. was the doctor suspicious? Like, I think we need to check something. <laughs> <laughs> they keep texting you about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was just your doctor, yeah like drunk texting you in the morning like chad we need to check your prostate you got to come in on monday nine o'clock we'll get you all prepped up and on the table i, I take it by your silence that's a complete yes <laughs> i'm just uh, uh i'm just wondering why i had to do it so early like the easy joke would be like oh i got sexually assaulted right. by a doctor. <laughs> But I'm just like I feel like that that sort of cheapens uh, yeah. everything that's going on now. It, in it might have been one of those like unnecessary surgery type of things. Yeah, it's like oh, this is a test that we need to do just to charge your insurance more. I wonder, Cause, like, cause yeah. like how much money is it to get a finger in your butt? <laughs> yeah. It's true because he doesn't use any. He like don't use his lube. Yeah, that, but I think it's what all if tosses like, lube in a glove. Right? Mm-hmm. What if you run into your doctor? Here's a scenario. Scenario is like you go through the street. And, like, there's all these doctors that are just standing on the street like, hey, I'll do a prostate exam for $20. Don't go to her. She doesn't get her finger all the way in there. I get all the way up in there. I find all your buried treasures. I'll find if you got polyps and everything. $20. There there was actually a time that I thought that I had polyps. This is uh, not the time that I had my first prostate exam. What? Then why are you in this doctor's (laughs) office? (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Please. Please, Chad, go ahead. I thought that I had polyps. So I asked the doctor if he could check on it. And the thing is, this is after like several years of dealing with my fucking uh, borderline hypochondria. Uh. So he just, I think that he did it to teach me a lesson. And he's just like, oh, you think you have polyps, huh? I guess we're going to have to check for everything up there. So I end up with a fucking funnel and a flashlight up my ass. (laughs) Holy shit. I see. Your doctor, like, spitefully gave you a rectal exam. Like, That's what it felt like. <laughs> he did it out of spite. Like, he wasn't honoring He wasn't honoring any of his, like, doctor whatevers. Like, he wasn't honoring <laughs> any of that. He was like, this fucking kid, get up on my table. It is Monday at 9 o'clock. <laughs> I know I drunk dialed you, but now I remember why. Let me jab my finger in your butt. Here's, here's the thing. It's like... I'm not a I'm not a hypochondriac, but I, I can empathize because I think mm. my mom was. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say my mom kind of is a hypochondriac because she would take us to the doctor for everything. Uh-huh. When we were well, kids. If, if she was taking you guys to the doctor, that that's not hypochondria. That's uh, Munchausen that's a, by proxy. Munchausen <laughs> by proxy. That's right. I remember that term. But um, I remember that because I, I watched the Baron Munchausen movie when I was a little kid. Holy shit! How old were you? Oh, uh, like fucking. 10 maybe damn oh. i didn't understand shit about that movie it was fucking crazy god well okay well the point the reason why i brought that up uh, about the whole like that oh fuck i, fart. I totally forgot my point <laughs> sorry guys we can well, move forward while you're trying to remember your point we should probably talk about lost yeah. yes let's do that because we have gone down a long weird path <laughs> we haven't been down this kind of rabbit hole in a while yeah. so this is great you listeners are in you guys are getting a treat this yeah. week they, they know 
Yeah, you guys get it. You can like, tell by all the laughing you're doing right now, listener. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you know, you come for Eggtown, you stay for information about form bloopers and recto exams. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just what life is. Yeah. It takes you down all these weird little twisty turnies. Uh, one thing that I did note uh, while I was watching this episode, like, when we first saw Kate not on the island, I thought that it was going to be like a backstory thing um. where we find out about, like, you know, why she was under arrest and everything. And we did find that out, but we found out by going to the future instead right. where she's off the island after uh, the Oceanic Six got rescued. And so we find out, like, what, what she was under arrest for and everything. But one of the things that I noticed in this episode, uh, this very Kate-centric episode, is the whole trust issues and not explaining uh, things. Mm -hmm. Like, one of my running problems with this show is that no one communicates with each other. Mm -hmm. Communicate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I realized that uh, at least in Kate's case, uh, she doesn't have a good reason not to communicate, but it's a personality trait. Mm -hmm. It's not just... uh, you know, like, they decided, like, oh, in order to keep furthering this, we're just going to have her not say anything about it. They, like, made very specific choices about her refusing to tell people what she's thinking, what she's doing, what she's feeling. Mm. And she just goes and, like, does stuff on her own. Yeah. She's pretty much a runner. And I guess that's how that's how we know her. And that's how the show paints her. But I guess that's kind of a... F- I, that's such that's such an interesting trait that she can't finish anything. Well, I don't even know finish, but she doesn't stick around. She's not a stick arounder. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense. Even in this trial, like she doesn't even go to the goal full trial. Like her, I guess you could argue that she did this for Aaron so she can just get back to being a mother because you know while she's in jail, who's taking care of her son, right? Uh, that, I that, have no idea who that lady, lady was. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if this is the first time we see her or like or if this is supposed to be something like we're familiar with. I guess we just associate this woman as caretaker or, or caregiver or whatever. But yeah, that is the first time we've ever seen her. <laughs> and I don't think we do a lot. I don't think there's a lot of Kate flashback stuff. So they kind of just tossed her in there like, oh, she has a sitter while she's you know trying to stay out of jail or whatever. Yeah, that makes I mean, well, she's been remanded into court custody. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's got to be so scary. Like, could you imagine, like, if you, whatever you did, and then all of a sudden they're just like, no bail, you're just going straight to whatever. Is it like, where do they lock you up? Because they don't send you to prison, right? They yeah, send you, like, you know. I think you're in jail. Yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy, man. Like, imagine, like, what floats through your mind. Like, oh, fuck, you got to go to jail. I wonder if people automatically know I'm going to jail. But imagine, like, you're stuck on an island, and then all of a sudden come on, you're like, oh, I got to go back to jail. Like, she, they said that she was out on her own like during the whatever process before that right that first hearing so it's like yeah arraignment <clears throat> so she was ready to show up to this thing and count go out on bail right and then they're like oh no bail yeah she's, she's a flight, a flight risk. risk no bail remanded into court custody yeah, yeah. so that sucks because it's like i can see that i mean like okay i'm gonna go do this thing but then i'm, I'm I'll have the rest of the day. Yeah. To, like, yeah. Stuff. Like that. She had plans. I bet yeah. after it was like, she was going to go and like get a box of wine or whatever the yeah. fuck. And then like go back home. But then after this, the judge is like, no, you're staying here. And she's yeah. like, wait, what? You ain't leaving. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's interesting. That's crazy. Yeah. So we know, we, I guess we learn a little bit more about, um, Kate's backstory in this episode, as opposed to maybe how it unfolded 
or yeah. in earlier seasons. But yeah, it's well intentional that real place. Yeah. Like season four has been a lot of flash forwards to the Oceanic Six, but then also flashbacks with like with Juliet and I think we had a Ben episode and all these other things. So it's a it's a weird season that way because usually yeah. it's uh like in season six it wasn't more the flash there were flash sideways in season six. Right. And then season five were flash flashes. Flashes. Flash between between the people in like the seventies and the people in modern times. Right. Until they got together and then I think maybe flashbacks. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's so wait, four is like a combination, right? Yeah. It's like forward and backward, depending yes. on the character. Yeah. yeah. I wonder what Weird. they're gonna do for like three, two and one. Because yeah. like you know, it, you get the feeling like it might get like a little less overwhelming. It would be kind of underwhelming some of the previous seasons. Like, oh, it went from time travel and sideways stuff to like, now <laughs> we're just... Polar bears. Yeah, yeah. It's polar bears and we just got to find Sawyer's cat or something weird <laughs> like that. Oh, that crazy cat he's yeah. always missing. But, yeah. And we see a lot of... Um, well, we're talking about Kate and all her, her backstory. So, her lawyer has told... Well, has reiterated to Kate and has told us that, you know, she's murdered her father told her mother and then um her mother called the cops on her <laughs> no like and this is like an abusive dude is does oh man that's got to be tough like how do you unpack that like is her loyalty so much to this violent or supposedly violent man that she's she's willing to like give up her daughter on account of this guy's death or murder which is yeah that's a very weird ethical quandary to be put in but yeah, yeah i don't know i'd still be like family first i guess yeah i guess like, so, i mean if you're you're married, AJ. You don't have any kids, but you're married. Like, mm-hmm. if you had a daughter and then she murdered your wife. Ah, I wouldn't put that kid in jail. Yeah? Well, like, I mean, like, and this is, this is, I know it sounds whatever. Yeah, I couldn't put that person. I couldn't, could, I, it's, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. How would I explain that? Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't put my kid in jail, but I probably wouldn't have a relationship with my kid. That. <laughs> That's so what you have to do. Yeah, so I'd just be like, all right, well. Sorry, kiddo. Um, we both loved your mom. <laughs> Some more than others. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, it would probably be one of those things where like, I wouldn't want the law to get involved, but mm. I, I probably wouldn't have any dealings with my kid after that. Right. Yeah, I don't know if that makes any sense, but yeah, no, that. Yeah, like I won't. I won't. I won't. I won't have you leave. I won't have you lose your freedom, but. I'm pretty cross with you. So what if what if it wasn't uh, uh, your wife that your kid killed? What if your kid killed like a gym teacher or something? Mm. Yeah, if I'm not it, turning is, my is kid is murder in. over the line, or is it uh, the murder of your wife? Uh well, let's let's just say murder, because 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 if I'm not turning her in for murdering like her own mother, I'm yeah. not gonna turn her in for murdering the gym <laughs> teacher, which is. I know that sounds terrible. No, but I mean, would you still have a relationship with your? With oh, like your after kid? she killed the teeth? Eh, I would have to know the, the details. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Like I, I would be able to like, I, you know, I'm in the mix because you know I'm, I'm I'm um like I would know what happened before the death of of my wife, but mm. I I might not have been around for like the death of the gym teacher. Like, did he like what happened? Did he say something? You know, let me know what's up, and then just go from there like if she just went like i just wanted to see what blood looked like coming out of the gym teacher then i'd be like oh okay well this is gonna be a problem for society yeah like i'm sorry baby i love you but daddy's (laughs) gotta turn you in because you might do this again but in kate's case kate whatever she did 
Um, I think her mother could have discerned if she was like gonna do it again, and I think that would probably be my only impetus mm. to like stop my own kid from from suffering the consequences. Because like, what am I teaching them? Like, oh no, you really need to face up to what you did and answer for all your, you know, whatever. Because you... like, that's not how this world works, and I want my kid to know <laughs> that this world doesn't work like that. Like, you can't just be honest and like, you know, and and then like pay for your whatever, and it's all good. Because they're I don't know. This is this is this is getting into a really weird conversation. But like, come on, like the, there's like there's like bankers like fucking stealing shit from everybody, and I'm gonna send my kid to jail for stabbing a gym teacher. <laughs> stabbing him to death. <laughs> I think we're learning slowly that I'm like a real psycho sociopath on the show. <laughs> it's like would AJ turn in anybody for murder? Like I don't know, he had his reasons, bro. Yeah, AJ says not like uh, gym teachers. <laughs> Like, if, if my kid killed anybody else, like, it's okay. Uh, but, you know, gym teachers especially kill those guys. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and if you had to pick one teacher in a school who had to get murdered. Would it be like that? Like, just the gym teacher would be the standard answer, you think? I feel like probably. Depends on who you ask. Cause I think if you ask high school students, a lot would say the, uh, oh, well, if we're saying teachers, then never mind. Yeah. It's like, oh, I think a lot of kids would say, oh, yeah, the, uh, the school cop. The school cop. Wait, school cop. Who's a school cop? You know, like schools have they have they have a cop. Oh, like they have like a security guard. Kind no, of thing? no, there's like a cop at the school. Like, wait, wait. I don't. I'm not familiar. You with guys this. have a uh, cop in your high school? Wait, what? Just like walk around and be the be the school cop. Wait, you had a school cop? Yeah, that's awesome. Like, was he? Did he walk around with like a gun and everything? Yeah, like in his uniform. Really? Did like? Did he just threaten kids? Like, slowly reach for his gun and then, like stop. <laughs> I think he was the one there, like, when the, if, the, if any kids were, like, getting violent or whatever, they would have to call a cop to come and arrest <laughs> oh. them or whatever. Yeah. Oh, man. That's a thing. Like, I didn't know that was a thing. I mean, I knew, like, we had, like, we had security officers, very overweight <laughs> security officers that, like, sat down on a, on a metal chair. And, like, whenever kids are fighting on campus, they're just like, hey, hey, I'm not getting off this chair. You guys better stop that fighting. <laughs> Oh man! Um, oh, if you make me get up, I'm gonna take a minute and like regain my consciousness because <laughs> I got a little like lightheaded. I don't know. Are you familiar with that concept of having a police officer on campus, a cop, a campus cop uh, in high school? No. That's gotta be. Is that yeah, a Virginia maybe, thing? I think it was North Carolina. Where Is I was, that North? Yeah, I think. I mean, it's just not a Hawaii thing. Oh, what school did you go to? Well, you don't have to say, but like, yeah, cause that's a. Uh, the security question on some <laughs> website that I've... Uh... What all right, all right. <laughs> David, I, I know you don't want to say that, but what, what's your mother's maiden name? <laughs> all right, you don't even have to say that. I just uh, want to know the name of your first pet. Or the, or the street you grew up on. <laughs> These are all things you can find out on my Facebook, so don't go looking. Oh, like... you should totally like just make like one of those like tag a friend surveys yeah. and just make it all those security <laughs> questions. Oh my god! Just to see who answers those. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, have them read uh, security Taylor Swift. <laughs> Smarten them up. Yeah, secure a tag. <laughs> that's great. That that's one of my favorite uh, yeah. Twitter handles. That is at Swift on security <laughs> on Twitter. Okay, so we see Kate going through a lot this episode. She's dealing with a lot uh, in her flashback stuff. She's very frustrated. Even on island, she's kind of frustrated. We see a lot of a frustrated Locke on this island. Like, 
he really doesn't know what to do with himself um, in his new leadership role. And it's kind of, it's kind of fucking with him. It's interesting to see like how he leads because uh, he's like, you know, this isn't a democracy. Not not like what Jack was doing. This isn't a (laughs) democracy. And Kate says, so it's a dictatorship then. And he says, if it was dictatorship, I'd have shot you. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, whoa, that escalated really quickly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that the defining thing about a dictatorship? No, I don't think Locke really. Oh, okay. Maybe in Locke's definition, I guess so. You know, us talking about this, I I feel like us talking about this lends itself to, like, how good of an actor Terry O'Quinn is. Because, like, he's... So good, like he plays this menace with like kind of a, a like a neighbor next door niceness. It's so crazy, yeah. like because like, if you listen to the words, just the words coming out of of Locke, it seems very like ominous and a little dark, and it's right. kind of very like it's very. It sounds like the words of an unstable man, which mm-hmm. you can argue one way or another that that Locke is an unstable person. Well, but some of the things he does in this episode. Sure, yeah, and and you can attribute that to just his personality as a whole and his kind of face approach to life but yeah but yeah like Locke is Locke is not a he's he's not one to be messed with on, yeah. on the show and on the island and all that stuff and it's it's mostly because he he has his reactions I notice and they're just they seem like the reactions of a man that could easily be not okay psychologically right yeah. well when we saw the uh the Locke episode I think that you know, Jeremy Bentham right and he uh as a child loved knives that's right yeah and like as a like a high school student, he was like trying to deny his gayness or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I like football and ladies, yeah. lots of ladies. <laughs> My name is John Locke. Sports and cars, and sports cars. <laughs> like, oh, okay, you don't like science? I enjoy science, but the ladies is what I enjoy. <laughs> I enjoy sciencing up some ladies. Yeah. Oh, man. the sweet science. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did we touch on that in the in, when we're talking about that episode of like? Jack is the uh, Locke is the man of faith, not science. Being told, "Hey, you're good at science," and him rejecting that. Oh, I don't think that we mentioned that. that. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's that's very subtle. Yeah. I'm glad you brought it up now. But yeah, like it's, it, that, it goes all into this hodgepodge of whatever this character is. But but I, I gotta say, like, man, props to like the the actor Terry O'Quinn because like otherwise you can get anybody in that role and like they would play it you know i don't know how anybody else would play it but those lines could easily be like lines of a sinister character or just a general villain type but the way terry o'quinn plays it it's just very not that way so like it's a lot of threatening and all that but he always threatens with a smile you know Mm -hmm. at the end of his little (laughs) sayings and it's very measured like his actor's performance it's not it's not without emotion or devoid of anything like that but it's just very measured and and he has a very calm demeanor but he's saying some fucked up shit yeah like if this was a dictatorship i would have shot you yeah. you know what i mean like and then he invites her to dinner yeah <laughs> good lord yeah i think we're learning that Locke is a little little off yeah i mean after he uh kate takes miles out of the the boathouse has him talk to uh ben and then they get caught by Locke, and Locke throws miles back into the boathouse and then he's got him strung up by his hands over his head and then sticks a grenade in his mouth and walks away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miles is not having a good day on this no. episode. He's he's all kinds of messed up. So we never find out what happened. We we know that he doesn't get his head exploded by a grenade, but we don't know what happens after that because the next time we see Miles, 
Yeah. I don't even think he's tied up anymore. I think he's just hanging out. Right? Like, so what the fuck was that whole thing? Because, yeah, because yeah, next time we see him, he's just one of the crew or yeah. whatever. And then, like, um, uh, some shit goes down, and then, like, it's just him, Sawyer, and uh, Claire in the woods, right? Yeah. And Curly, and then that's when they have that divide between them. All that stuff. Going. <laughs> but, like, they never show him. Yeah, they never they never, they never, never do show no. a resolution for that. He like, must he somehow use that grenade to pick the... Uh... <laughs> To untie himself and yeah. escape. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, I guess, like, that was Locke saying, like, you learned your lesson, right? And you're like, yeah, so you're not going to break out again, right? No. All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me the grenade. And let me put the pin back. <laughs> are you sorry? Yeah. <laughs> How sorry are you? Well. <laughs> All right, here's your, here's the last egg. I told Ben. <laughs> this is the last egg, but this is the really last egg. I'm giving it to you. Oh, boy. <laughs> I just love a scene where, like, it's Locke feeding Miles eggs where he has, like, his hands tied up. Both there's something ero- erotic about that. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say there's something erotic about oh, that. Oh, I thought you were going to say there's something erotic about that. Good God. All right. Erotica. All right, listeners, our, our fanfic makers, get on it. Let's get some uh, steamy lock slash miles. Agrotica. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. So Kate's got some trust issues, right? Well, yeah. I don't know. We've talked enough about Kate for now. Let's talk about Jack. Like, yeah. What's his whole contribution to this episode? He tells everybody. I don't love you. Yeah. <laughs> and do, uh, do prosecutors ever bring that up? Uh, J- uh, Chad, you're our legal expert on the show. Please. Um, is that a thing that people ask in court? Like, do you love the defendant? Uh, I don't. I don't know that that comes up very often. But I feel like uh, it is a good question to ask someone who's like a character witness. Uh, like, are you in love with this person? Like, are you are you saying all these things oh, because you're in love with them? Because that that uh, colors right your testimony. Uh, you you're basically if if you say yes, you do then uh, it, it's uh, sort of giving people like, oh, well, yeah, obviously this is like embellished. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could, I could see, see how that. that. You know what's weird is I felt like, couldn't she have gone harder? Uh, couldn't that, that, that DA gone harder on the cross-examination for that? I, I, know, yeah. I know it's a TV show, and I know they just have to hit those emotional beats so that the audience would respond. Right. Like, oh, he said he didn't love her, but he does. But like... Like, she could have hit him harder on the cross, like, oh, so you don't love her? Like, she saved your life, though. And <laughs> Why she are you saved, here? Yeah, she saved all the lives of all the people. Why are you in this courtroom? Yeah. You said not anymore. What happened? What's going on? <laughs> and did, she, like, did she threaten your, to murder your, your father? At some point, I just wanted to be, like, curling her finger around, like, a, an old school telephone cord. And just, like, so what happened? <laughs> so what's the deal? You remember what happened? I want to know. What did you guys do together? How come you guys aren't <laughs> together anymore? Give me the juicy scoops. Yeah. I'm sitting here in my room on my own personal phone, <laughs> 1990 style. <laughs> it, uh, you would make for a very interesting attorney. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me with a fake phone that's corded. I whip it out of my briefcase. And that's all I have in my briefcase. Like, I'm, I'm just imagining every deposition that AJ goes to. So tell me what kind of guys you're into. <laughs> Like, objection, Your Honor. How does this uh, say, uh, uh, well, I'm trying to build character. (laughs) I wonder if you can ask, like, oh, who do you think is the cutest boy on the jury? (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. I'm going to allow this. <laughs> all right. My first question for the witness, prosecuting attorney, myself, bailiff, Mary fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. It's just, that's the whole courtroom where it's just like, it, it turns into like a girl's slumber party. <laughs> like the, 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 uh, uh, the judge behind the gallery, he's like, Man, I can't get these nail colors to look right. <laughs> I can't just be banging a gavel with shitty nails, you guys. Come on. All right, everyone. Let's please spin the gavel. <laughs> <laughs> when someone someone has an objection, and so the judge has to bring out the uh, the paper cootie catcher to decide whether or not <laughs> yeah. to sustain it. Yeah. Like, you are now sustained. <laughs> no. And All right, so if uh, anyone ever wants to call uh, David, AJ, or myself sexist, <laughs> uh, I present Exhibit A, <laughs> this episode. Yeah. Uh, well, eh, all right. Well, yeah, we'll let's make just... up for it by the end of the episode, I'm sure. Yeah, we will have a redemptive arc to this yeah. whole podcast today, so just be on the lookout for that. We are not the, the monsters that you want to <laughs> see as monsters. Yeah, like, like Sawyer, <laughs> who refers to uh, Miles... An Asian man. He refers to Miles as Bruce Lee from the freighter. This is like, I swear this is like 2006, <laughs> 2007. Like, this is yeah. at the tail end of all that stuff. Mm-hmm. No? Like, did uh, it feel like, was it was this still kind going of, on? Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> so. Oh, we live in a terrible society. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I haven't been called Charlie Chan by a tourist in, like, well over 10 years. Yeah. So maybe that we have to moved you? on in society. Mm. Yeah. I think Charlie Chan is just not culturally relevant. In this century? Also, also good point. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they've been saying racist things to me that I don't get. Uh. Yeah. They just like, they, they give you some weird, weird, like, phrasing, and then you're just like, what a nice compliment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I, I do feel pretty good about yeah. uh, my caneliness. It's probably like references to like, some YouTube star. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do they have Asian YouTube stars? I, uh, probably. I think they're just called YouTube stars, guys. <laughs> Hi, Rodid. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. There's that scene where Kate breaks into uh, Locke's place. Before you yeah. continue, I just want yeah. to point out Hi, Rodid would make also a very good t-shirt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or Hi, Rodid would make a great podcast mm-hmm. where you just like one. You, you try and one up each other on how PC you can be. Dude, there's that. Mine was more literal and kind of not as good as that idea. I think mine was just you go on a road trip where you're just like constantly getting high all the time. Oh, that's dangerous. No, isn't it? Well, like, maybe if like... you sit in a diner and then you do the podcast. <laughs> you know what? We'll Doug hash Benson out these... has that podcast already. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, he Getting does. Doug with high. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Because they, they drive sometimes when they're recording that, right? Do they? I thought they used to. I've never to. actually listened to it. I've right. never listened to it either. It's like getting weed with comedians or something or whatever <laughs> in cars getting is that a thing <laughs> no. that should be a thing getting i think that happens things? after every open mic <laughs> i think it does oh man uh i heard a really good joke the other day hmm. uh what do you call a group of uh, white cis hetero comedians a smoke break <laughs> <laughs> that's great that's actually all right that that do, do I get my uh, bona fides back, feminists, please? <laughs> uh, feminists, I'm doubling down. I don't need your approval. <laughs> and uh, I'm, uh, I'm actually a woman, so <laughs> I give myself my own approval. Yeah. I don't okay. need uh, it from either of you men. 
Oh, congratulations <laughs> for uh, coming out as trans, David. Yeah. Okay. This I'm is... glad to know that you identify. Yes. Thank you, yeah. sir, for thank... being so brave. I mean, ma'am, madam, miss, lady. W- which pronoun do you prefer? Um, I prefer them all in a in a string with question marks at the end. Then <laughs> <laughs> so you got you, your bases covered. <laughs> Oh, man. I knew I was good at something. <laughs> that, that's a fucking good joke. <laughs> uh, I think I think our listeners are like primarily dudes that hate women. <laughs> Sorry, ladies. We, we love our lady listeners. We have lady guests. I don't know why I'm trying so hard to convince you that we're not horrible monsters. And they probably really enjoyed all the weeks with Anthony Negrelli on 34 Minutes. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Anthony. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, all right. So Kate breaks in through Tilak's house, right? Mm-hmm. She breaks that glass. I mean, I, I'm so I'm so bogged down in the mechanics of life. Like, but he's not mad about that. Like, I know he's got bigger fish to fry with her, you know, busting out miles and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, um, he like how easy how easy is it to replace a pane of glass on an island? I mean, like, I imagine it's it's not easy. How, how no. many uh, houses are in the um, the Dharma village? No. And like how many people are there? Because you could always just take a door off I of guess so. another house. Yeah. Unless there's like a warehouse that we, like, I don't know oh, why. A yeah. door Kennedy. warehouse? Yeah. Uh, well, like, what, what? A door warehouse? Oh, like a warehouse where they keep shit for, like, like there's like a maintenance yeah. thing where you can replace window panes and all that stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to justify stuff that needs right. no justification yeah. on the show. I'm like, that goddamn window, it's, I, I think like that's me turning into my own dad. You're like, you kids are going to pay for that window. <laughs> you just broke a window. Yeah. Daddy isn't made of money. <laughs> Daddy is made of hard work. <laughs> and hard like work. high cholesterol. <laughs> Probably a lot of patella stew. Because daddy makes it and eats it himself. Daddy is made of three things. Money is not one of them. <laughs> That's a good dad t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I no. forgot what I said. Uh, daddy is made of hard work <laughs> and high cholesterol. Also, Patelis <laughs> too. Because daddy makes his own and eats it. <laughs> uh, we, should just, we should just do a whole life story on a, on a shirt where it's just a whole, all of that many paragraphs yeah. that nobody wants to read <laughs> like, who is this whose dad is this like i like the whole bit but i feel like uh daddy is not made of money daddy is made of hard work and high cholesterol yeah. is already a good shirt yeah yeah the studio is like icing on a cake that's pretty iced out already <laughs> I feel like you can switch out that last one depending on where you're selling the t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what would you change that last one to, like, if you were selling it, like, in, in San Antonio, Texas? Probably, like, uh, well, San Antonio, you got the, the Alamo. Oh, yeah. Alamo, yeah. I don't um, think that you can say that that is made out of the Alamo. No, but, uh, the... Like, steak fries, maybe? Yeah, steak fries. <laughs> oh. Well, it doesn't have to be a one-to-one, I guess, yeah. but... I was thinking more, like... And like if you go to like the Waikiki Spam Jam, you would make it the last thing spam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you sell like a shit ton of shirts, and they're just all like, "I saw spam on it. Oh, super drunk. I bought it. <laughs> Woo!" And like, why are you wooing? Mm-hmm. You just got a shirt that has spam on it, yeah. and a bunch of other things got about a my Puerto Rican dad. Dedicated to spam. <laughs> 
like how how rare is it for you not to get that shirt? It's not a wooing moment, sir. Mm-hmm. You've you've wooed incorrectly. I think it would be good to like travel around the country with that shirt, though. Like if we end up in the Carolinas, we could like choose like okay, are we gonna uh, try and sell the uh, daddy is made of hard work, high cholesterol and vinegar based barbecue sauce yeah, or so mustard based barbecue? What sauce? is the logistics of getting a shirt like that? We would have the shirt printed already, yeah. and then just not just leave that place blank, and then like have a stamp with us, and then just fire it out of a shirt cannon into a, into a <laughs> store. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's how you market. <laughs> yeah. I want to do that. I want to do a drive-by. Oh, no, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> Can you imagine me doing a drive-by, like, shirt shooting? We would need to bring uh, Dan Connell with us. <laughs> <laughs> we would need to bring Dan Connell with us. Dan, your services is, are needed. Is he the whitest guest that we have? I think so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. or we could... Until, uh... Yeah. Rebecca Robinson comes back. Yeah, she would probably trump Dan because she's, you know. Also a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. This is sounding so. This episode is terrible. (laughs) Nobody. It it makes her less threatening to cops, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that, like, oh, you know, white people have the right to shoot into crowds. Oh, I don't know. Because, like, maybe. Because maybe there's a balance that we have to strike with the cops, right? Because, like, if we get Dan O'Connell, Dan Connell, it's fine. But if we get, like, if we get, like, Rebecca Robinson, then it's just going to be, like, uh, ma'am, are you okay? Blink three times if you're okay. You're, you're sitting next to minorities. <laughs> ma'am, 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 you're in a car full of minorities. They're just brimming with minorities in this car that you're sitting in. A car full of minorities is also a good T-shirt. <laughs> Excuse me, officer. Is there a problem? I'm still. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to not the minority in the car. Excuse me, not minority. What's your name? Sorry, we, we keep on going out these weird yeah. spots. No, but nice the one. weird spots are usually our best t-shirts. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a t-shirt itself. <laughs> weird spots are normally the best t-shirt on a t-shirt. I'd buy that yeah. t-shirt. We're going to have to make a uh, t-shirt store to put on, on our Patreon. Is that how that works? <laughs> <laughs> I believe. I know nothing about Patreon, but I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I know how works. to make a t-shirt store. We're halfway there. We're halfway there. We're just we're just about living there. Yeah. On a <laughs> Take my hand, you guys. I don't think we're gonna make it. I mean, like, how how long have we been talking about this episode? Um, we are at uh, about Please fifty speak. minutes, actually. Oh, wow. five zero. Uh, forty-eight. Okay, I thought you said fifteen at first, and I'm like, oh god, no. <laughs> <laughs> if we did just fifteen minutes, oh my god. I'd be like, wow, are we do did we stumble into a time chasm? It feels like I was yeah. riffing forever. I mean, it's been forty eight minutes for us, but the listener it's only been fifteen minutes. Cutting <laughs> out the, most of the stuff. For the listener, it's it's gonna be like, What the plan the plane was with you, I thought. Yeah. It didn't even touch down or whatever here. Anyway, was your question, Chad, how long have we been recording or how long have we been talking about this episode? How long have we uh, how long have we've been talking about this how long has it been since we started talking about this episode oh, okay yeah so that that was almost 50 minutes ago okay <laughs> but we have about 15 minutes worth of lost talk <laughs> <laughs> and we also have about 15 minutes of talk that's going to get lost yeah that's great <laughs> this is i feel like this is going to be a lost episode <laughs> every also, one of them is also uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> 
how how many episodes have we done where someone specifically uh uses the word lost oh the way that they did in this episode because they they did it in this episode and everyone in the room audibly groaned yeah and that was early too mm-hmm. and the thing is everyone who was involved in the making of the show knew exactly what they were doing yeah. because even the closed captioning guy put the word lost in italics that's great that's great yeah i didn't even catch that yeah well it'll be the image for this week's episode for sure. <laughs> just the the caption in italics yeah yeah yeah, I well. did like Jack, and um, I, I did like that final scene he got with her at the uh, that he had with Kate at the end of this episode, where um, he just says, "Hey, maybe we can go for coffee." And then she has this look of like irritation, <laughs> and it's so it's so pronounced. Like I, I know that's I don't know if this is just a, a Kate by uh, choice by Evangeline Lilly, but it was so yeah, it was it was interesting to see that interaction where he's like, "So yeah," he's like, "Want to come by?" She's like. No, and the, you know, I have a son. So I guess our takeaway is like, I don't want to see Sawyer's kid. Is that what Jack? Is that what we're supposed to think, Jack? Yeah, was I think that's what we're supposed to think at this at this point. Yeah. Why doesn't he though? Like, what is the what is the real reason he doesn't get with her? Because he gets with her and then breaks it off. Or was this? Did this happen after they already broke up? I can't keep track. Yeah, of Yeah, it's time. hard to tell where this would be. I think it's probably this would before. probably have been like pretty early in yeah. the return. Hmm. Wait, so why didn't he get with her? Or was it just not a thing? It was not a... Maybe they just had to, like, reestablish their lives and get some of that, like, settlement money before they... I don't know. No, no, that doesn't make sense. I mean, she she says straight up that she knows that he doesn't want to see Aaron for whatever reason. I'm not entirely sure why. That's never explained. Like, that's never explained why he didn't want to see Aaron. It works as a device for us to to trick the audience into believing, like, it's Sora's kid. I don't want to see my romantic rival's eyes when I go to your house. You right. know what I mean? Like, I just want to just want to get coffee with you or whatever. Next, the next time we see their relationship stuff, that's like when they're together and he's being like a pretty good dad kind of figure. Yeah. 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 So it's so, yeah, it seems like there's a weird skip or like something missing between a couple of these sequences where it seems like, oh, we like, did we yada yada pass some stuff? It feels well, we, weird. Are, we are you saying that strength. the uh, plot point got lost? <laughs> I am saying that, you delicious son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, when the writer strike did happen, though, Mm -hmm. between these episodes, and then like, oh, you know, yeah. Did they just like fucking forget like the right the whole writers room? (laughs) They came back after a bunch of months and like, whoo, we got our money. All right, so wait, what's happening? Yeah, um, so sunburned from all that marching, (laughs) (laughs) dude. Whatever, I'm kind of tired. Throwing some stuff about Ben, you know, put a grenade in Miles' mouth. We got it. We got it. Yeah, but what about... We got it! We're done here. Not, they, I think this is one of the last ones before the writer's strike, right? I think last week's was the last one. I think that one. was the last one, yeah. Yeah, so then all the stuff that we're seeing now kind of gets dropped by the time it picks back up because it's several months later, right? You know what? Yeah, in yeah. like 2007, it it was... This show, of course, is is it's all... You know, it's 100% serialized, but I think, I don't know, I could be off, but like my, my, my guess is at this point in time, in like 2000, whatever, like this is like right before streaming on Netflix Mm -hmm. became like a huge thing and like binging became like a a household item or or name or 
term or whatever. This so, was when DVD binging was huge. No. Oh, okay. So so maybe there's that because I think people were they're like they're taking they're taking this stuff in. They're like they're consuming it in a different way in the early 2000s. Or like yeah. maybe like they didn't like you know there was that weird writer strike, so they didn't get lost for a long time. And then when it came back, they're like, I don't remember what the fuck happened like several yeah. months ago. Just like the writers didn't know what happened, so they kind of like they're able to like smooth that over because. Yeah. Like the serialization kind of gets lost in that because they have all these threads that they don't ever revisit or never like call out. I feel like I feel like they kind of had an idea of certain things and called out some of it, and some of it they just fucking forgot. Well, that's yeah. the way. I, that's the way it yeah. seems. Yeah, so it's that thing where last time we see Miles, he's got a grenade in his mouth. Yeah. And then next time we see him, everybody's pretty cool with him. Right. Like after the writer strike, like there's a whole arc that Miles goes through that we yeah. never saw. <laughs> Like, that he, like, gained their trust yeah. and, like, killed a cat or a bear. <laughs> I don't know why he would kill a cat, but he killed, like, some Maybe threat. he killed a bear cat. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, he killed a bear cat. Part bear, part pussy cat. Pussy cat <laughs> All <bear>. Cincinnati. <laughs> All Cincinnati. <laughs> no, that, that's, that's what the team is, right? The Cincinnati Bearcats? That sounds... What sport is that? Oh, um, I think it's a college oh, thing. Oh, okay. Is that for real? Like, a bear cat thing? No. Well, Chad looks that up. We'll uh, we'll uh, start wrapping up with some. Uh... Yes. So thank you for listening to us. Yeah. Um, maybe we could talk about Easter egg corner. Hey? Yeah, Easter egg corner is pretty short this week. I didn't see a lot. When Sawyer goes to to Locke and starts distracting him to so that Kate can break out Miles, Sawyer's plan to distract him is to play backgammon. I've seen backgammon before, and we'll continue to see it throughout the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. The courtroom or uh, the court. The exterior, at least, of the court and the parking lot for the court. That's all at the Hawaii State Capitol. Yes. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, uh, uh, the uh, the episode begins with a shot of Locke's eye opening. And uh, we have uh, Judy Chamness, one of the original 33 survivor lost... Uh, Makes the an anchor. Yeah, the, the anchor extras. Yeah. She's our constant, basically. Yeah, she really is our constant. <laughs> well, from, like, oh, that, that's from a the much freighter back. nickname. <laughs> Nikki the Constant? Uh, Judy. Judy the Constant, yeah, sorry. Judy the Constant. Mm-hmm. She sounds like a like a like a mafioso character <laughs> now. Hey everybody, it's Judy the Constant. Judy the Constant. I don't know why I said it like that. No. But uh, uh, there'll be a screenshot of that in the show notes. <laughs> and uh, it is the University of Cincinnati Bearcats. Oh, there oh. you go. Did they just make up an animal for their team? Uh no. Uh the Bearcat, also known as uh Binturong, <laughs> is a viverine mammal from Southeast Asia. Bearcat, or Bearcat may also refer to, dot, 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 entertainment. Uh, mil- no, no, I'm just reading headings from Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> the Bearcat sounds like the laziest name you can come up for for a, a shitty Pokemon. The Binturong, a very look- native to South and Southeast Asia. It's uncommon in much of its range and has been assessed as vulnerable on the IUCN red list because Ooh. of declining population, and it looks like a particularly haggard uh, wolverine. Oh, okay. Oh. So I was going to wonder, is it more bear or more cat? Oh. I would say more, ooh. Right? Doesn't yeah. it look like a homeless wolverine? Yeah, or like a raccoon. Wait, let me see that again. Like a plain raccoon. All right, guys. It's you a small it. picture. You like like a it. raccoon that, like, uh, was in a Looney Tunes cartoon and someone gave it an exploding cigar or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looks like yeah, that's a perfect explanation. Yeah. It looks like it's had a bad fucking day. <laughs> That'll also be in the show notes. Yeah, that thing is haggard as fuck. It's very haggard. Haggard. 
It's my favorite word now. Yeah. Haggard. After Chad said it. I'm going to start using it wrong, though. <laughs> Get all these dirty haggards out of here. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Are <laughs> oh, you terrible haggards? All right. So uh, this God, was... Look, uh... look, even fucking baby bear cats look like that. Whoa. Baby oh, wow. bear cat. That like, is crazy. Like, these things just look like sad fucking animals, man. Yeah. I don't know. Because they're vulnerable. Yeah. I want one as a pet because I like taking care of vulnerable things. <laughs> Like, it doesn't look vulnerable in the good way, though. <laughs> it, it looks vulnerable in the same way that, like, super aggro homeless people look. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. there, like, there's going to be a there's gonna be a reckoning if you get too close to it kind of thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Reckoning. Reckoning. So this is uh, episode four of the season, so we're getting close to the end or beginning, depending on how you look at it. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, what's uh, episode three? Episode three, ladies and gentlemen, is what I'm going to pull up right now. And um I'm trying to think of another good way to describe the bear cat in the meantime. <laughs> like I wanna say it's kinda like a badger. Yeah, I was seeing a little bit of badger in there. Yeah. But like if if a badger got laid off <laughs> like two and a half years ago and like it's been couch surfing on various like uh friends places and now it's sort of run out of friends. It's just living out of the car, but yeah. it's still like, no, I'm not homeless, man. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, so it's not completely broken. Yeah, but it, like it still has its pride, but it All looks right. it looks pretty <laughs> yeah. beat. It's it's pretty upset with itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, next week's episode, we're going to be considering the Economist season four, episode three, Ooh. the Economist. All right. So th- that's the uh, episode where we find out that before Locke jumped from that building, uh, he was working for a very prestigious uh, journalistic publication, yeah. The Economist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's probably not what it is at all. Uh, I'd be amazed if that were the thing. So it, uh, The Economist, it's got to have something to do with uh, fucking Widmore and uh, maybe how um, uh, Miles thinks that Ben is able to get the $3.2 million, mm. like where that figure comes from exactly. Mm. So maybe it's going to be, it can't be like two miles of an episode, because I feel like that Miles episode that we got was probably the only Miles episode that we're going to get. Hmm. Yeah, that's fair. At this point, he's uh, only a couple of people know his name so far in the show. He's kind of tertiary at this, yeah. wherever we're at. In and the one show. of those people is not Sawyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does he like he doesn't get much does it get better? It kinda gets better, right? Like he just starts calling him number two or he calls him Enos. Enos. Is that like a like a cowboy sidekick name or something? I believe that was from Dukes of Hazard as the uh Oh, okay. Like kind of a yeah, kind of a sidekick kind of thing though. I see. I see. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Like James Ford is very like oh, I want to reduce everybody around me to a thing that's you know that's all I just yeah. want you to be your thing that you are. Well, you have red it, hair. It makes it easy. It makes it easier for him to remember you. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Speaking of which, like we're wrapping up already. Yeah. Like there's that one scene that we kind of glossed over with with Daniel trying to remember. Yeah, trying to remember three cards. Yeah, I guess that's the thing. Like they didn't explain it to us, but watching it the way we're watching it, we just know that. He He's still having memory troubles, seems like. Yeah. Right? Anyway, that's that's yeah. neither here nor there. And then we also the find episode's out, in. Yeah, mm-hmm. that there's the weird time difference with the helicopter. Yeah. 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 Those kind of mystery things don't mean much to us since we already know what happens. Right, right. 
Perfect. So I guess we can get into plugs. Yeah. So Chad, where negative can we... one .net. <laughs> you own both negative one o n e .net and negative one the number. I do not. No. Uh, just the one where it's spelled out. Okay. Oh, okay. And then if you want to come find me, you can also find me on Twitter at anevis zero zero three. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If you want to find me on Twitter, it's at DKJ Comedy. If you want to find uh, my new website that I'm starting, that is uh, just me squatting on negative one, just negative, and then the number one dot net. And it's just going to be uh, an embarrassing picture of Chad with a uh, uh, pay me ten thousand dollars for this domain, Chad, or there'll be a new embarrassing picture of you on here. That's what it'll say. Um, so go check that out. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Or uh, just follow the show on Twitter. That's oh yeah, the easiest thing to do. Yeah, we didn't even throw out the uh, the Twitter handle for yeah. the for the show. So at what Bropod on Twitter and on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. and on Facebook. So yeah. follow us on all those on all social media things. If for some reason you feel like you need to contact us, you can email us at what's up with that bro at gmail dot com. What's up with that bro podcast at gmail dot com. I was so it's, close. It's a very long email, you guys. But you know what? Email us anyway. Yeah. I or, mean, you or know. email what's up with that bro at gmail dot com. Yeah, and see, see what, what happens. Yeah. 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 If it's available, maybe we'll grab that too. <laughs> Before the squatters get to it. Oh, man. I want to squat on so many sites. I just found out that's a thing. I keep breaking the microphone. Yeah, it's happening the uh, thing. Oh, well, thank All you right. for listening, everybody. Yeah. I don't know why I thanked you. That's not happened before. It kind of has. For real, though. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. If you listened you all the way through this episode, thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. And why am I Why am I apologizing for thanking y'all? <laughs> thank y'all. And uh, keep, keep listening for uh, more stuff. I think things are going to happen after you listen to the song. It might. It might not. Yeah. You'd never know until you keep listening. Or you could just stare at your at your at the cursor on yeah, the podcast. You, you know how much is left. Yeah. If it says like seven minutes, there's extra shit for sure. Yeah. If this is like if you're on your last forty or whatever, it's done. It's it's fine. So you're saying that the bonus material does not exist in a quantum state. Or does it? Uh, right now it does, but once I edit the episode it will be pretty clear. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are smart people. You guys are. Yeah. Wow, why am I talking down to you? I feel like I'm alienating our audience so much. I Look, listen. I love you guys. I'm not going to go into a whole thing because it's not a creep corner type of thing right now. We're just, <laughs> But I do care about you, our loyal listeners. You guys are the best. And uh, keep listening. And one day, Chad may show you his penis. <laughs> I, can't, I can't guarantee that. But yeah, Chad might do that. In a consensual setting. Sure, in a consensual setting where you said, Chad, please show me your penis. Like, you said those words, and you meant it, and Chad has no power over you in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, and, he, and he's feeling, like, into it. Yeah, and Chad's yeah, into I it. Yeah, I consent as well. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just, it's consenting all the way around, you guys. Enthusiastically. Yeah. Boom. Back Dumb. on the feminist side. <laughs> That's another episode. <laughs> we had a dark. <laughs> you know what to do. Get lost. Do you remember your first game for all the systems that you had? My first game for... For home. each of the systems. I think so. It was just like all the basic stuff. So like Because like, like for the NES, everyone had uh, Super Mario or Super Mario Duck, Duck Hunt, Hunt yeah. or Super Mario Duck Hunt Track and Field. I remember that. I've yeah. only heard of that. I've never seen it. The track and fit the three. Yeah, I remember seeing it. Like I remember my cousin had like the pad. My cousin mm-hmm. was older than us, and he had like the the track and field pad. 
And like he was so good at it. And he said like, oh. Did damn. he did he do it regularly or did he drop to his knees? I think he did it regularly with his with his feet. Wow. And, and like he would always like and he would always be really good at it. So <laughs> like as as like an eight year old, I was so impressed. I was like, dude, he's stomping like alternating his feet stomps so quickly. <laughs> yeah. And I but, feel yeah. like for Super Nintendo, it was Super Mario World for everyone because oh, that's yeah. what came packaged. Mm-hmm. With yeah, it. so I think it, it was that um, PlayStation. I think I got a PlayStation when I was in high school, and the first game I got was uh, Twisted Metal. I think. Uh, Ooh, tw- whatever. That's, the that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys remember your first PlayStation game? I can't remember if it was Metal Gear Solid or Final Fantasy VII. Ah. I was really into both of those. Dude, those games were like. Yeah, those games yeah. are the bee's knees. So I, I kept playing them a lot at my friend's house. I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to get a PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. And these are the two games that I want. I borrowed so my I friend's... I got them all for my birthday. Damn. So you got you got Final Fantasy and Metal Gear and a PlayStation? Yeah. Damn. That's nice. like the best birthday oh, gift. Yeah. Mine was uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Oh, nice. shit. Or yeah. maybe it was Pro Skater 2. I'm not sure. I used to it was the one where it. you could uh, uh, enter the code and be Spider-Man. Oh, I remember that one. Was yeah. Cool. And you could be like... Black Spider-Man too, right? Yeah, yeah. or um, Cosmic Spider-Man. Oh shit! Yeah, I remember. Like there was a, I remember Tony Hawk. He could enter in some code and then get like perfect balance, and it would mm-hmm. totally yeah. get rid of any reason to <laughs> try to balance on the rails. So mm-hmm. like you just like go from rail to rail to rail to rail, and then you just you would never fall. You would just like mm-hmm. you just hear all that sound effect whenever you bust out a new <laughs> trick, like and you just you just rack up all these false points because you didn't earn them (laughs) because you weren't balancing it was just perfect balance the whole way through what about ps2 tekken tag i think was the first thing i bought on that it was tekken tag and ssx i remember Uh, like ssx used to be like the best yeah i remember that was like one of the big selling point games yeah i think that was like a launch title too Mm -hmm. if i'm not mistaken and it, it was like everybody's into ssx it's it's like it was like a weird snowboarder game but all the characters had personality <laughs> it was like uh it was like snowboarder game mixed in with like bust a groove you guys remember that game for playstation yes yeah yeah it was like oh man i used to love that game like all the all the rhythm and stuff games like parappa and bust a groove and all mm-hmm. that i used to be my like i used to love that and like i did the buttons they said to push and i did it in the timing they said look how good i am i was so bad at those <laughs> Uh, for the those rhythm and dance type of games. Uh-huh. What There's, about you, David? Yeah, uh, I've never been good at those. I was okay at Guitar Hero on like the simpler ones. Yeah, I didn't play like super hard. No, I, but like, uh, what uh, was your first PS2 game? Oh, um, it came bundled, I think, from like Costco with this like ATV racing game that wasn't oh. very good. I think so, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So that's what we had, it. and then we also, I think, because it was for Christmas. I think the other game we got was a snowboarding game that was not SSX. Uh I think it had like real snowboarders in it, but it was very boring. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't cool boarders, was no. it? Do you guys remember cool boarders? So. That was like the PlayStation One, like that was like the precursor to SSX. Well, yeah. like, well, there's totally separate companies and whatever, but hmm. I think cool boarders is like one where you could do all these tricks and it was a lot of fun and you open unlock all these characters and snowboards and whatever. And then like SSX felt like they it was a totally different group of people, but it almost felt the same. Except for, like, one character had a wavy afro or something, you know? So, it was, like, one of those. All right, first PS3 title you guys ever got. Ooh. Oh, we didn't even ask me about my first PS2. No, oh, did we not? PS2. Shit. Okay, wait. No. PS2. Your first PS2 game. Deus Ex. Oh. oh. I didn't and even know the that thing was PS2. is, I got that 
before I got a PS2. <laughs> One of my friends gave it to me yeah. for uh, my birthday. And then I'm just like, oh, man, is this game good? And he's like, dude, I played it on uh, the PC like a couple of years ago. And I thought it was fucking amazing. <laughs> You're going to love it. I'm like, oh, man, I can't wait to get a PS2. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> did he not know you did not no, own a PS2? No, he did not. Did he just assume, like, blindly? Like, we're yes. friends. I know Chad's taste yeah. and stuff. He probably has a PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> By this time, you're like, you're out of college already, right? Yeah. That's uh. amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, so first PS3 game. Yeah, first PS3. I need mm. to think about that yeah. one. First PS3? I don't even remember. Like, by that time, like, you could just download shit and, then, like, everything... Like the the magic of buying a game or of like walking into like a GameStop and like yo man I reserve my whatever can I get it and they're like yeah here mm-hmm. like that that used to be like a thing and then all of a sudden you just like hit a button like download for forty nine bucks yeah. and you're like all right I'll go and make a sandwich while this downloads <laughs> mm-hmm. that'll be like my whole this is great and then like when you start up the game yeah it used to be a whole thing like you used to go and get a game and it used to be a whole thing for you to go and get one or get it or whatever now it's just like here, game, download. Yeah. It's going to take 10 minutes, and then you can go be a space sorceress or something. Yeah. Well, the worst part about it is that now, even if you like go to the store and buy a game, and it still needs to download. Oh, yeah. 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 Did you, I mean, I Like I the know. permadeath thing that I've been doing, Yeah. I will have to install a game, let it download, and then install, and it'll take like 20 minutes, and then I'll play for like 12 minutes <laughs> and die. <laughs> what is that ratio? Like, what does that pie graph look like? <laughs> Like, from, like, beginning to end of life of game. That's got to be yeah. fucking great. I want to say it's close to 50%. <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> oh, it's so tough. Yeah, I don't know, man. Gaming now is so... It's so much... Like, you guys heard about the whole EA controversy thing? Yeah. yeah. Dude, that's so nuts. Like, they're just trying to microtransact that thing to death. Yeah. And people just want to, like, wait, no, no. <laughs> it's about fucking time people say no Thank to, God, to yeah. the, tran- yeah. the microtransactions in EA games. Yeah. Because they've been bad. They've been the worst for such a long time. I know. I'm not against microtransactions, but EA fucking pisses me <laughs> off. I haven't played any EA games in a long time. And it's just, I don't know, I'm not into whatever their franchise is, which is like Madden, all the Madden games. And, mm-hmm. and I guess they have the Battlefront games, but you guys know. Them, yeah, they have big. that. Uh, they have UFC. They uh-huh. have... Um, they, uh, they microtransact that whole thing too, like yeah, everything. Yeah, wow. uh, they microtransact UFC just as heavily as they do Madden. Yeah, there's this thing like um, it's I don't know if it's on uh, whatever uh, whatever whatever aggregate um, uh, Metacritic. Yeah, I think it was Metacritic. Mm. I don't know. I think I might have just posted it before I, I came tonight. Oh, the one where it's uh, now it's, uh, it's less like, than one. It's less than one on the user side, oh, like yeah, for so. Star Wars Battlefront. I was like, holy shit! Yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> That's so crazy. Like people are not like they're saying that that was part of EA strategy. They knew they were gonna piss off people, but they were assuming <laughs> that it was just gonna be like the redditors of 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 the gaming community. Yeah, it would really just be free publicity. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then yeah. I don't know. It seems like kind of backfired a little bit because it seems like that that uh, you know you're getting one on metacritic seems like that's becoming really important now like with the whole rotten tomatoes thing and all that i don't know i don't i don't think rotten tomatoes is as important as people think it is yeah Yeah, neither do i i think most of the time when you look at the rotten tomato score for a movie you always almost always disagree with whatever that score is there was one movie in particular that like had like it was like rated super high i think it was like 90% or something like that. I can't remember what the movie was. This was a few years ago. It was that um, 
the woman who was she's a martial artist in real life and she was in this movie and there's like Ewan McGregor was in it too. I can't remember what it is but I just remember seeing that movie was and just, Antonio Banderas in it? no but it was Some that kind of a spy okay so movie. it wasn't Haywire oh it was Haywire oh, yeah. wait who's in it? Antonio, Antonio Banderas. Banderas I don't even remember him being in it That's I don't how remember much... Ewan McGregor oh wait maybe it was another guy <laughs> Channing Tatum? no wait oh I know Channing Tatum was in it yeah he gets killed right? I believe so. I, <laughs> yeah. don't, I don't remember for sure. Well, I don't, yeah, it was Haywire. I know it was Haywire. And I remember, like, it got super high ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. And, like, a bunch of friends were like, let's go see it. And I was like, eh, whatever. And we walked in. And I was, like, watching it. Like, I was like, oh, this movie is garbage. Who the fuck is rating this? <laughs> mm-hmm. But and maybe it was just me. Like, I was, you ever get no, that? Like, where you just. movie was kind of garbage. It was garbage, right? Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Because I always feel like, am I just, is maybe this movie just isn't for me. And that's the case a lot of the time, which is fine. Like. You know, I'm not going to shit on a movie that people love, but, like, at the same time, like, I can't be the only one that's like, fuck this movie. Like, haywire. <laughs> fuck haywire. Uh, that was right during the height of when uh, Steven Soderbergh decided that he wanted to have, like, uh, really, um, not, not like, stoic, but um, people that didn't, uh, I, I'm, I'm not really sure how to say it. Uh, he wanted like <laughs> blank canvases oh. as like his leads. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why Channing Tatum. Yeah, because uh, there was Channing Tatum and Magic Mike. Yeah, there was uh, uh, Gina Carino in Haywire. Right. Um, Sasha Gray in The Girlfriend Experience. Oh. I remember her. Yeah. Like all of them were just like not great at emoting. Yeah, yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, that's a. I don't know, man. Like, I still have a theory about the girlfriend experience if you want to hear it. Please, I want to hear it. <laughs> uh, have you ever watched uh, uh, the girlfriend experience? The movie, not the series. I saw the movie, but I didn't see the whole thing. I saw like bits and pieces of it. Like, not not like the first 10 minutes. I just, it was like on Cinemax and HBO, like at different times. And I remember like breezing through it and like me and Lika caught some of it. Um, but yeah, but yeah, go ahead. Uh, David, have you ever seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. Okay. Well, did you like it? No. Okay. Not really. All right. It's very boring. Because my whole Jeez. thing about it is like I f- almost feel like the movie itself was a commentary on what the girlfriend experience is. Interesting. It, it's this thing where uh, you know you're expecting like so much more, right. and it goes through all of the motions of wh- what you think might make a good movie mm-hmm. about it, but in the end, it's hollow and unfulfilling. Right. And I uh, part of me is like. Is it that way on purpose? Yeah. Like, did he make the movie to uh, uh, to mirror the idea of the girlfriend experience? That is an interesting concept. 